nailing it in terms of addressing the issues versus what people are really feeling because there's so many wins. There's so many bragging points. And Joe Biden made them very clear in his speech in Syracuse yesterday. He came out swinging against Republicans, calling them out by name, asking what their plans are, bragging about prescription drug crisis, bragging about the Inflation Reduction Act and pointing out what it will be able to do, talking about the CHIPS Act. I mean, this has been like it or not, a successful presidency in terms of him accomplishing his goals. But then you've got the people who are feeling something different. And a lot of it has to do with inflation. That's right. And so I I would say in closing this out, you know, I I would give them three mantras for this home stretch in the next many days. Uh, And all of them drawn from these these organizers that I have been writing about in the persuaders. Number one, meet people where they are, which is your point about Mm -hmm. prices. Right. I see every day on TV still. uh, People on the left coming on and saying, you, you say you're worried about gas prices, voters, but democracy is more important. There is no gas if there's no democracy. We got to stop doing this. Meet people where they are. Expl- validate what they care about. It doesn't matter if they care about gas prices more than democracy. Don't insult them. Do that. Explain to them right. that democracy is choosing leaders, empowering you to choose leaders who will fight for the gas prices you want and the insulin you want and all the other things you want in your life. Second, it's important to paint the beautiful tomorrow. It's not just enough to minimize harms. Voters are not excited to just minimize harms. What do we get if we go with you. And we have really had a lack of vivid, beautiful storytelling uh, of the kind that, you know, Meacham talks about in great speeches in American history. And finally, tell the better story about America, right? The right should not own. People who are trying to, you know, cosplay like a civil war in their backyard do not own the story of America, right? There is a phenomenal story to tell about an imperfect country founded in beautiful ideals that is trying to get better, just like people get better, that is trying to build a country made of the world, a country. I can't take anymore. Please stop. (laughs) Please stop. (laughs) Morning, Mika. By the way, there's something going on. It's been on a loop for, they only played like the first two hours. Something's going on with morning Mika. They're playing repeats all morning. Well, we're at the cosplay headquarters. We're here to paint the beautiful tomorrow. By giving you the reality of the day. It's Friday, 28 October in the year of our Lord, 2022. You're in the war room and we've got, what, uh, 11 days, 10 and a wake up. Uh, two big stories at the beginning. Uh, we're going to get to Twitter. We're going to get to the Fetterman. We got Joe Allen up in Pennsylvania. We got Darren Beatty here on Twitter. It's going to come in. I've got uh, Alex DeGrasse uh, from Team Elisa NRCC. He's going to walk through all the math of this thing, how hard it's breaking. Steve Cortez here, a lot of capital markets, a lot of economics. But I got to start. We got a problem in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and uh, Representative Frank Ryan has been at the tip of that. Uh, Representative Ryan, tell us what the problem is, and tell us we're a solutions provider here at the War Room. What is the solution, sir? First of all, Steve, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate this. In Pennsylvania, we have a, an entire series of broken processes in our elections, and the one that we identified in the letter was as a result of some inconsistencies uh, between the Secretary of State's pronouncements versus what the law requires. So what we wanted to do is get a heads up. So there was approximately 40,000 to 50,000 number of changes uh, pretty much every day as additional voters are uploaded in terms of unverified or non-verified voters. 
Uh, that information is supposed to go to the county counties, and reason it does, counties are then supposed to verify that data before the ballot goes out. So what we were trying to do, and I think we've successfully done, is provided heads up to all the counties that we're looking at what you're doing, and we want to make certain that this information is verified. Uh, there's so far been no pushback that we've seen across the board from the counties. The counties have said they're looking at it. Uh, many of them said they were already on top of it and were making progress to make sure it gets done. But, Steve, I think one of the things that everybody should be aware of is in the December 2019, the Democrat Auditor General published an audit of the Pennsylvania Shore System. That's the State Uniform Registry of Electors. And it was a scathing report of the problems and the lack of cooperation with the Department of State. There's some tremendous employees at the Department of State, but the leadership has been problematic. So what we're intended to do is identify all the problems that our state government committee and the leadership of Representative Seth Grove did, and myself and people like Representative Don Kiefer and 15 others are going through to make sure that we hold the Department of State accountable to put these controls into effect. Can we hear, I want to make sure this is going out and we can hear it. If not, I'll have him call in. Uh, Representative uh, Ryan, a couple things. Number one, the Secretary of State right now, have they been cooperative about this is a massive problem? And and I don't take a lot of comfort saying the 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 the, the county guys are t- aren't on top of and looking. I mean, we need to those two hundred fifty five thousand unverified. Each one has got to be signed up. This is why we need a call to arms here to get MAGA involved because this is you know. And I'm actually stunned. We're talking about this eleven days out, and everybody appreciates the work you've done and the other fourteen that signed the letter because it's heroic. We know you're going to catch a lot of grief, but it, it's so shocking that we're eleven days away. In outside of um, Arizona, there's no bigger problem than we had in the Commonwealth. So specifically, is the Secretary of State cooperating to get this done? Or are they giving you a stiff arm? A much more important issue is are the counties cooperating? Because the Secretary of State really at this point has got no impact on it. Secretary of State, from my perspective, has seldom, if ever, been cooperative. We've gotten a pushback on every right to know request we've done. We've ended up, ended up having to go to court. So I don't look for the senior leadership of the State Department under this administration, the Wolf administration, to cooperate at all. Instead, what we're attempting to do is find wherever we possibly can those county officials that are willing to cooperate. And then we're auditing the process. We have until next Friday to be able to post a challenge to any of those ballots that might not have properly been validated. And so far, the counties that we've heard back from have established a fairly decent set of controls, but that doesn't mean we're going to back off. So yesterday, when you and I talked on the phone, I got a tremendous number of emails from uh, your, your listeners about how they can help, and we're putting them in touch because we need at least one voter from every county to assist us. So the website for me com, and if you just send me an email, what we'll do is we'll put you in touch with the appropriate person at that county so that by next Friday we can have all the systems in place to make sure that this election and those inconsistencies that we found, and this is just one issue of many that we found in the way the Pennsylvania election systems are run. So that's the cold arms I would do. Send us the email. We'll get it out to the appropriate people. And we'd like your assistance in being able to hold the counties to the level of controls that they need to have to make sure only eligible, verified voters vote in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Frank, one more time. Can we get that email that people should go? I need everybody in this audience that's a member that's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I need you to the ramparts now. 
Okay, Frank, give that give the email again, sir. Absolutely. RepFrankRyan.com. And that's really important because if you do that and send it out to us and let me know the county you're in so that I can then put you in touch with the appropriate people in the county so we can get your assistance. This would be very helpful. Frank, uh, I appreciate this. Uh, uh, Grace and Mo and all the uh, the um, all of our uh, apparatus here. Make sure that's in all the chat rooms. It's in all the uh, people following us, and it's up on all our sites. Uh, Frank, uh, thank you very much. We'll check back in in the afternoon. Frank Ryan. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Steve. You're a hero. Thank you, sir. Now we're you're the hero. We just provide the apparatus. Let me bring in a Frank Ryan's a hero. We need. And by the way, everybody in this audience, remember, there's Nobody coming to save us. You are the cavalry. Think back of the old John Ford Westerns. You're the cavalry, right? You're the cavalry. Think of think of the think of the uh, the the searchers. You're 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 the posse. There's nobody coming to save us. You're saving us right now in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. A call to arms. You've got to get to Frank Ryan. You've got to get into these counties. We cannot let these two hundred fifty-five thousand. By the way, if it's verified. I don't care if it's a Democrat or Republican voting. Hey, it is. If it's verified, the vote, boom, got to count it. Must count it. That's what this republic's about. That's what's been bequeathed to us. We're not letting these guys steal this anymore. Not going to happen. And it's completely unsatisfactory. They sent it. That is a conversation for a different day. But we got to get to the bottom of this. The rot is so horrible. It's it's, it's It drives you mad. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a real hero here, General Mike Flynn. General Flynn... When you were a young altar boy, I just talked at a Catholic conference the other day with Flynn. Um, Flynn, when you were a young altar boy, did you ever think the, the day that the, one of the major news sources and drive so much of the of the left and in the in the uh, conventional wisdom and the elites in our country would actually have a huge article with, about you as being the leader of the Christian nationalist right, sir? Yeah, it's incredible. You know, Monsignor McCarthy, who who I grew up with when he was a young priest, uh, we were talking offline, uh, Steve, about I was actually an altar boy and a choir boy. And I went to St. Mary's School. So, no, you know, Monsignor McCarthy, who's actually still alive. He's a, he's a, he's as solid as they get. He's probably going to live till he's about 200. Uh, I know he gets a big kick out of all this, but uh, yeah. So they, they, you know, this is my holy war, right? They, they, this is Michael Flynn's holy war. And, uh, and this latest thing is the desecrations of Michael Flynn, and and uh, these people are really, uh, you know, the one thing that we that we have to do, and the one thing I do, I have learned, is that the the Christian community, particularly the Catholic community, is a huge voting block, and I believe that what we're going to see in this uh, upcoming election here in a in about a less than a week and a half, we're going to see droves of people coming out, and frankly, my thing is really not so much been about waking up the Christians or opening up the churches, which were closed during COVID. And many, many pastors, many priests closed their churches and unnecessarily those that didn't, uh, they, they, they got attacked, but then they, uh, then they grew because people understood that they were telling the truth. You know, one thing in Pennsylvania that I learned, cause we were up in Pennsylvania this past weekend, Steve, in uh, 2020, the 2020 elections, they had a couple of hundred poll watchers. Like, I think the number was like 300, maybe 400 poll watchers in 2020. Today, they have 6,000, 6,000 poll watchers. So I'm telling you, people are, are around the job. They are, they are going to be watching. They are going to be participating. I think we're going to see a massive, massive red wave, but it means that people have to still get out, encourage others, you know, grab a friend, grab a neighbor, and uh, get them in there to vote, not only in Pennsylvania, but in a lot of the, in fact, across the country. But there's some really, really 
critical well, uh, races in your, that we talked about. In your in your beloved Rhode Island, we got Rhode Island too. Fung, uh, right. Fung, Alan Fung is Fung, up by Fung, okay, going to win. Fung's going to win uh, if everybody turns out. Remember, we got turn. We got to win it. and We got to close it real quickly, though. I want to go back. Mike Flynn's holy war with this article. And I want everybody to read this article. I put it up the first day it came out from the Atlantic because it goes after Clay Clark and yourself. And you're going around and you're having these almost Chautauquas. I think I got it right. Yeah. Um, the, 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 but it's a spiritual. We are having a great awakening at the same time. We have to save the yeah. country. Now, normally great awakenings would come 10 or 20 years or 10 years beforehand. We don't have that time. You're going around with Clay Clark. And you're having this great awakening and you're talking about getting to the, you know, subsidiarity, the basics of Catholic kind of political uh, theory is to get down to the grassroots. The government's best is the one that you can actually help control, which is in your community. And that's freaking them out. Last night, they did a 10 minute segment on MSNBC about how this is fascism, how this is dangerous, how we're domestic terrorists. You and Clay Clark have just been going around. I remember you first called me the first time you guys did it. I think we had Clay on. This is two years ago, a year and a half ago. You guys yeah. have gone around and, and you're energizing people to come volunteers. What is the problem with that, Mike Flynn? Why is that domestic yeah. terrorism? We're, we are we are the great awakening versus the great reset. OK, that's really what we're all about. And that's what we're, we're telling the story and we're educating the American people. And frankly, we do surveys of every single person that comes in there. And, you know, why are you here? And there's a lot of people who are not Christian. So that's you know, that's a, a just an add to this thing. But it's really about telling the truth. We have some of the best people that are some of our speakers. We have been sold out everywhere we go, but this is about this is about explaining and, and telling the truth about really our, our freedoms, our basic freedoms, but it's also about our health security, our election security, our freedom of speech, our ability to to really understand who's out there in the in the uh, in the world that's actually in particularly in the United States across the country. We've been to 16 cities, Steve. We've never had an audience, I think less than about 3,500. We had one as big as 11,000 down in uh, Tampa a while back. I mean, this is really an awakening of America because people are now getting involved. That number that I just gave you about poll watchers, that's one of my big messages when I speak at these, uh, at these uh, Reawaken America tours with Clay Clark. I talk about local action having a national impact. Got to get involved. Got to stand up, step up, speak hey, my, up in your, my, my, in your my, community. Mike, can you hang on for one second? Can you hang on one second and take a short commercial break? Absolutely. I know you got to bounce. General Mike Flynn, we've got the great Steve Cortez on Capital Markets and Economics. We've got Alex DeGrasse, the young Vunderkin, about the math of this election. All next, we've got Darren Beatty later. We've got Natalie Winters later. We've got it all. Twitter, Fauci, Gates, Zuckerberg, all of it. Where? The war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. 
and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. General Flynn, one of the things they're, they're most uh, weirded out about is that you've actually volunteered in the precinct strategy. You're a precinct man. I think you've got invited, uh, yeah. voted your chairman, but you start at Flynn has said, hey, I'm going to lead from the front tank. OK, there's yeah. no high level stuff here. I'm getting my boots. This is I'm, I'm a mud soldier. We're going to get into the because this, this is how we're going to win. This is what they're freaked out about. They can't stop this. They know that they can't stop it. They can't stop an uprising from the American people. And that's what's freaking them out. General Flynn. Hey, when when, I know when get- General Mike Flynn goes to the goes to the front lines of freedom, and that that means that I am at the precinct level. Okay, so it's like we talked about before, right? I'm going to go into the foxholes with the men and women of America, and we are going to, you know, in my in my case, I'm I have joined the Republican Executive Committee, which is about 250 volunteers in my county. We have my wife and I have gone through poll watcher training. My wife just attended some. He just was a poll uh, observer the other day. We're going to be going in this coming week. So, yeah, we are we are on the front lines of freedom right now, Stephen. That's what I want every single American to do. If you know if I can take the time to do it and I am because it's that important. We are in a we are in a very serious time, a sort of a new revolution uh, of this country. And we're going to do it by by uh, by taking back the country, you know, with all the people that I know that are going to get out there and vote in in droves. I mean, Vic, sort of victory at all costs here. So we're, that's where we're at. And uh, we, we can't put up with this. And for, for the media, you know, for the, for the uh, failed sort of corporate mainstream media, they can go to my website at generalflynn.com and they can, and they can read my, my statement that I put out about, uh, about a week or so ago about, uh, you know, what I think about them and what I believe in. And, I, and they can use that statement, you know, 100% if they want. General Flynn, where do, how do people go? How do they follow you on social media? How do they find out uh, where you're going to be? How do they find out Clay Clark? You guys are doing these amazing reawakening yeah, to, tour. To, where do people go to, go to all time, of it? Time, time to freeamerica.com. Time to freeamerica.com. We probably have about a couple of hundred tickets left for our Missouri event. We're going to go to Nashville uh, in January after that. And, uh, and it looks like uh, we're going to probably come back to Florida and then maybe out to uh, out back out west. So we're going to continue to to drive uh, to drive the uh, the nails in the coffin of this socialist movement in our, in our country. General Flynn, honored to have you on here, sir. Keep fighting. Bless you. Thank you. Mike Flynn, that is one tough mick right there. I'm telling you, I've been in many foxholes with him. He is a great man. Um, let me, okay, I got Cortez, I got DeGrasse. Let me go, I want to play this incredible, uh, of all the great chalk talks he's done, and this guy, his chalk talks are the best because they're succinct and they're to the point. This may be the best. Let's play it. Patriots, Biden and the Democrats are making you poorer by the day. Let me prove it with numbers and evidence in a chalk talk that is powered by Getter. Let's talk home affordability. Can a median earner afford a median price home in the United States? Right now, 
household median income is about $71,000, roughly $6,000 a month. Financial experts say that you should spend no more than 30% of your income on housing. And that means that at the beginning of this year, in January of 2022, with mortgage rates at 3.25% for a 30-year fixed, that for a payment of just over $1,800 right in line with this income, you could afford a house that costs $425,000, which happens to be just about the median price home in America. But that situation has evaporated because of Biden's inflation, because of the spike in interest rates and mortgages, mortgage rates at 20-year highs. Right now, to get that same payment of just over $1,800 a month, you can only afford a home that is worth $290,000, from over $400,000 to under $300,000. You've lost $135,000 in home buying power, almost one-third. These are the tangible realities of what Biden and the Democrats are doing to you. Let's start fixing it. November 8th. Every day uh, you get poorer, the harder you work on the on the income basis. But you're also your net worth is getting absolutely collapsed. If you're under 35 years old and you vote for this, let me be blunt. You deserve it. You deserve everything you get. If you vote for it. Here's the thing, too. When DeGrasse gets up here, Cortez. And I said this yesterday with Pete Hernandez, who's running against Zoe Lofgren in, in California, very tough race. She's been there forever. Right now, we're going to control the House, and DeGrasse is going to walk you through there. So if you vote for someone like Zoe Lofgren, it's a wasted vote because you're out of power for 10 years. Even if you you, you got to have your district represented, you got to be your district's got to be represented by the winning side. If you vote for Lofgren, there's not going to be anything to do for 10 years, a decade. Your district is done. You got to start being practical. Every Hispanic, every African-American, get on the winning side. This is the rising tide in the winning side. Cortez, he's out there today, and, and the bald face lies. Uh, you know, uh, he, t- he took over an economic disaster. He took over. Walk us through. Did he take over? Did, did Biden take over this disaster? I, I remember it quite differently, but I want to make sure right. the math backs me up, sir. No, it's not just that you remember it differently. Uh, it was very different. And, and by the way, Steve, regarding that chalk talk, you know, I want to make this clear. And I hope that all the candidates out there are carrying this message forward. Biden and the Democrats and the globalists, they are making Americans poorer by the day. They are attacking your standard of living. That is the reality right now, as proven by the numbers. Because in most parts of America, major metro areas, the coast, let's be honest, Steve, isn't a very nice home in big metro areas and certainly not on the coast. So median workers are being trapped into a situation where their standard of living is declining and fast. It's collapsing, really. But regarding, by the way, something that isn't collapsing is inflation. We got more terrible inflation news out today. The PCE, personal consumption expenditure, the core index. This is what the Fed claims is its primary gauge of inflation, its preferred measure of inflation. And uh, to show a, a apples to apples comparison of the Biden era versus the Trump era. Let's go to chart number one, please, if we could. And I give here the history since the beginning of the Trump term through the present day, updated just today. That is core PCE inflation. In the red shaded part, that is Donald Trump's term, low, stable, predictable inflation, even when we were getting the absolute surge in growth in 2019, when real wages were vaulting higher, when the economy was just hitting on all cylinders, we still didn't have inflation under Donald Trump. And then look in the shaded blue part, Joe Biden, his term has been nothing but inflation. And here's the other point, Steve, 
It's continuing to intensify. It's continuing to get worse. So as bad as things are, don't assume it can't get worse, okay? At the beginning of this year, this calendar year, the median worker in America could afford a median house, okay? $425,000 house. It's all the way down to $290,000. There's no telling that it's not going to go to $190,000, Steve. If interest rates continue to gallop higher, if inflation continues to punish Americans. So the, uh, look... You know, I'm very hopeful about the future, okay? Because I believe our political movement is very, very young. We are in the okay. Hold it! Stop! 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 We're about to paint the beautiful tomorrow, as again MSNBC said. But before we paint the beautiful tomorrow, you are dealing here with Darth Vader. I want to go back and just quickly do that calculation of for the average working schmo, right? The 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 people that make this country work, the people that get out of bed every day and make it work. Walk me through the math from the 475 to the 290. This is what every candidate should just walk in. They should, every Republican should just tape this to their forehead. Walk us through the math. Yeah. So the math is uh, the median household income in America is is about $6,000 a month. So if you're going to spend 30%, which is really the upper end of what any financial expert says you should spend, if you're going to spend 30% of your income on housing, that translates to $1,800. And at the beginning of this year, Steve, I'm not talking about ancient history. I'm talking about 10 months ago, okay? At the beginning of this year, thankfully in America, now this is assuming that you had 20% to put down, okay? And that's a big assumption because with real wages crashing, not many Americans have $85,000, okay? So those calculations I did, that's saying, okay, you've been a diligent saver, you've been frugal, you have $85,000 to put down, and you're a median earner, you're an average typical earner in America. Okay, if you're in that situation in January, given where interest rates were because of the handoff from Donald Trump of low stable inflation and low interest rates, in January, you could afford a median price home in America. You could afford a home that costs $425,000, which is almost exactly the median home price in this country. Obviously, it varies wildly depending on region, but that's the national average. The reality now is with mortgage rates at 20-year highs, that same worker to get that same monthly mortgage payment of just over $1,800 can only afford a $290,000 house. That family has lost a third of its buying power, of its home buying power in just 10 months. These are the real world ramifications of Biden's inflation explosion, which is a created crisis. Let's remember that. It didn't just happen. That's what the White House wants us to believe. That's what what corporate media wants us to believe. It's a created crisis. Yeah, Putin didn't do this. The world, the right. best in the world. Real quickly, I want to also before I get to Gras on the next segment, you're going to hang to go through. Math is everything, folks, because it's it's right. it's it's what manifests in reality has a mathematical background to it. Real quickly, the bond market, the ten year bond, the the version, bond market's thrown all thrown up all over Joe Biden's plan. Correct. The, right. the, the money the money is not saluting. Walk me through that quickly. Correct. So, you know, the supposedly fantastic GDP print yesterday is a hollow print. It is a one-time anomaly. Not my opinion. That's the opinion of the bond market, the opinion that matters most in the world, the verdict that matters most. The bond yield curve remains deeply inverted. Two's tens has been inverted for a very long time. We showed yesterday on your program that even three-month versus 10-year, which again is what the Fed prefers as a gauge, that went inverted. So the bond market is telling us massive inflation combined with slow growth, the absolute worst of all worlds. Steve, I used to say that we were going back to a period like the 1970s. The 70s would actually be an uptick economically from where we are right now. The better comparison, unfortunately, right now, the more apt comparison is the Great Depression. 
because that's the reality for working class people, working class people who are never going to own a home. One in six of them is behind in their rent, Steve, right now in America, according to Morning Consult poll. What and twenty some percent are behind on they're going to get their power cut off or they're going to get their right. power cut off. Okay, short commercial break. Cortez and by the way, this is our show. You're 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 a beloved part of this. Alex DeGrasse, the Vunderkin, is going to join us next to walk through some hard math. Here's the beautiful the the paint the pick the beautiful tomorrow MSMC. We're painting it. It starts with the destruction of the Democratic Party as a national political institution on November eighth and the end of the Biden regime. Suck on that next in the war room if you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids just look at the reaction to the work patriot mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of texas the left is losing their minds patriot mobile is america's only christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values this is because They take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972 972- Patriot, make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Cortez, we got a lot to go through. Uh, he's working on some math right now. CNBC's copying, copying the war room. They're putting up a story. Putting up, they take the chalk talk and then redraft it, <laughs> put their stories. <laughs> it's so pathetic. Hey, uh, it, imitation yeah. is the sincerest form of flattery, right? We'll take it. Yep. By but the Steve, way, that's the, the reason I want... Yeah, the unfortunate terrible news uh, that and this uh, this point you're making is part of an article. Uh, the hits just keep coming. Unfortunately, you know we just keep getting beaten like the old boxer Jerry Quarry when it comes to the economic <laughs> news. Pending home sales has just came out as you went to air. Pending home sales fell 10 percent in September, much worse yeah. than expected. That's a CNBC headline. But year over year, yeah. it's actually much worse than that. Down 31 percent year over year. Pending home sales, excluding 2020. Uh, excuse, excuse, excluding the spring of 2020 during the lockdown, yeah. it's the lowest level since June of 2010. And here's the part where, you know, apparently they saw uh, my chalk talk. I mean, I think that's the reality because CNBC actually in their article, and this this is kind of funny to me, um, they say that, that the average home buyer has lost over $100,000 of purchasing power with wages falling behind on account of inflation and rates rising. Huh. 
Seems like somebody, some producer at CNBC yeah. watched Chalk Talk. Good for them. We're not, we're not here. We're not here to do doom and gloom. We're here to give you the best capital markets and economic news and analysis out there, and you deal with it what you want to do with it. But we've been dead spot on this thing uh, fr- from the beginning. And Madeline Peltz over at Media Matters, no, this is not concepts from the 1990s. These are timeless concepts of finance, of the physics of finance and economics. I want to go to in the financial capital of the world. Something is not just in the country. Something's happening in the deepest blue states. Cortez has been all over Illinois. We've been talking about the state of Washington and the state of uh, Oregon. But New York and New York City is the greatest city in the world. And what's happened in New York City is a crime. But I got to tell you, there is something going on. New York Times today has and DeGrasse coming. I can't say it is a puff piece on Elise Stefanik going full MAGA. And, and bring in New York State and having all these competitive districts. And also in New York City, as you showed me the other day, Nancy Pelosi's putting in $10 million into the New York City TV market in the last 10 days. That only happens when they're general quarters. Part of the reason is so much of the financial world works out of New York City. It's the global financial capital. Those people are waking up. They see the reality. They know this thing can't continue. They know what Biden is, the created crisis, and they're looking for change. DeGrasse, tell me what's happening in New York, in the city, but also upstate in the North Country. And this is as we have a call to arms in Pennsylvania where you've got to get to Frank Ryan. We need every MAGA person watching the show to share the show. We need a turnout like they had for Yunkin in Virginia MAGA. We need one 110% 110% of MAGA voters to turn out upstate New York. If we do this, you're going to flip the entire state. Alex DeGrasse. Thanks, Steve. So it's so important for uh, viewers and listeners to understand that, you know, Zeldin is doing what a lot of Republicans have always thought is impossible. He's polling above 30% in New York City now in multiple independent polls as high as 37%. Um, so that's frankly historic. But on top of that, one issue that we have is we are not doing enough in New York, upstate, upstate New York. And I'm just be direct about that. In those own polls that show Zeldin up by one point, we are barely winning upstate. And we need on this show, because I know there are so many viewers in upstate New York, which is total MAGA country, we have to rally and get out the vote now. Early in-person voting starts tomorrow. And here's the thing, Steve, when we go out, and Elise and I, my boss, we were out, we were in the North Country, Mohawk Valley, down through central New York. Um, doing our surrogate rallies on behalf of Zeldin. And, you know, one thing that we hear from voters is, look, we're never going to be able to swamp the city. You know, our vote doesn't really matter. That's not true. We are doing great. Hispanics, Asian Americans, Eastern Europeans pouring over to Zeldin's campaign in the Republican Party due to the crime issue, the crime crisis, obviously the inflation crisis and other reasons why, um, you know, ethnic minorities are supporting Zeldin. But we need the upstate New York vote to come out in massive margins. President Trump earned nearly 3.4 million votes in New York state. It's the most total votes cast for any Republican running for any statewide office or you know, top of the ticket presidential since Reagan in 84. Governor Cuomo in the height of the blue wave got about 3.6 and a half million votes. So when you look at it, if, when Pataki won, he only had about 1.7 million votes. So if you look at it, Actually, President Trump got more votes than the first two times Cuomo ran. And so if every MAGA voter, every Trump we voter comes out, yeah. we'll swamp the midterms, I, I we'll flip the state. What Cortez has been saying from day one in these deep blue states, these bastions, we mm-hmm. cracked this. We've already pierced the veil of New England. We've pierced the veil of New England. Rhode Island 2, Connecticut 2, Connecticut 5, Vermont 
Senate. Fredericks is going back up over the weekend to Vermont. You've got two houses, Bobby Burns and Caroline Levitt in New Hampshire. Baldick, dead heat in New Hampshire. We And from Connecticut to Rhode Island, you're on, we're on fire right now. New York State is the key that picks the lock. We break them in New York and they're done. It, it, they never recover. And it's MAGA country. This is Trump country. All we need is everybody in upstate New York, all MAGA voters, to get out and get all your friends out. Get everybody out. If we represent, like in 2020, it's over for them. They never will recover. This is a death blow. And Zeldin's done the job that nobody else could. In, he's polling 30 to 37 percent in yeah. New York City. It's, <clears throat> it's unheard of. He's doing the pick and shovel work, and he's spending his time there as he should. This is why Stefanik and Alex, the rest of your team, up there in upstate New York, and this is not that hard. There's a lot of them that are hard. This is just turning out in the same type of numbers. You should assume this is another presidential election. You know why? This ends the Biden regime. Yeah. This is the way you stop it. Alex DeGrasse, walk me through some other, walk me through some other, uh, Cortez, I'll get to you in a second. I know because you're maniacally focused on these big blue states, yes. Illinois being one of them. DeGrasse, walk me through some other math here in these in these house sure. races. You you predicted three weeks, two or three weeks out, you're going to have a massive pivot. We're inside the two week. What's happening now? Yeah, so a couple of things. A, Joe Biden in upstate New York yesterday, and that's a very big deal, Steve. Obviously, you know, the president's movement and travel says a lot about you know the political environment, where they want to bring Biden. So they bring him up to Syracuse. He gets on a hot mic with Schumer. They melt down about um, Warnock. I'm not sure if you saw that, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So Biden's come to the Hudson Valley. He came now to Syracuse. His wife is doing events in the city. He was in the city. Biden has been in more to New York State more than everyone. We've got the Democrats on the run and we're closing in. But here's the thing. Now public reporting shows that $10 million, $10.5 million New York City broadcast TV buy was bankrolled by Mike Bloomberg, cut a $10 million check. These guys are not going to roll over, Steve. They're digging in and hold they're it, piling hold it, in money. Hold it. You got a scoop here. You got a scoop here. Bloomberg yep. is, is, is backing that play of the $10 million to, to New yeah, York City? absolutely. They can't afford to, like you said, have this go down, not just with Republican victory, but as the New York Times writes about my boss, it's a MAGA victory. You know, we are in the driver's seat, Steve, in New York State. America first Republicans are leading the charge across the board. And, you know, we have the most diverse party we've ever had, most diverse support in the polls. And so that's what they're melting down about. But here's the thing, Steve, there's talk at the highest levels of the party. You know, do we, you know, do we match them? What do we do in New York? Do we shore up other areas? You know, we need to pile in New York. We might not be able to match them dollar for dollar, especially as Soros and other people, we see that spending actually continue to go up in, on top of the $10 million. So we need MAGA patriots, not just in upstate New York, which is so critical, but those Long Island seats, as well as the suburbs around New York City and Westchester, Rockland County. That's New York 17. That's New York 18. That's also New York 3 and 4 on Long Island. Hang, These are hang, tight hang, races. Hang on a second. I, I, I want to set the context right here. It's all in play now. It's all tight. If you had, if if we had been on the show in the spring of 2021 and said uh, 10 days out, 11 days out, we're going to be talking about flipping the house just in New York State, they yeah. would have walked us out of here and said, you guys are crazy. We could literally flip the house exactly what we could pick up. And this is after redistricting. Remember, after the redistricting, we were down to, what, three seats? Was it three seats, uh, 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 Alex? Yeah. How many, remember, the the worst of the thing we had was, was the, and this is the Democrats. They play smash mouth. 
They play Smash Mouth, and we don't we don't whine about it. It's Smash Mouth, but it's coming back now. DeGrasse, walk me through these house seats in New York. Sure. So if we're starting Brandon Williams, I know he's a big friend of the show. That's a must hold. NY22, that's the Syracuse Utica. Zeldin just rallied with Williams. They had massive rallies, about 500 people in Syracuse, 500 people in Utica. Those are critical areas for MAGA to turn out. We've got Zeldin coming through next week in the Capital Region with Elise. It's going to be the Save Our State rally. We've got details on Getter, on Elise Stefanik's page. We've got already 500 people RSVP'd. We're hoping for 1,000. It's got to be the, that is the rally of the election cycle in Rensselaer County and Skodak, which is a very historic, nice place. On top of that, Steve, so we go down to the Hudson Valley. We've got New York 19, which actually kind of starts in the southern tier. It's Mark Molinaro goes down into the Hudson Valley. We're leading there. It's tight. We've got to make sure we close the door with Molinaro. We go down into New York 18, Pat Ryan, who was elected in that special election, Colin Schmidt, veteran, one of us, super strong. It's real tight there. We feel good about it. But they're Sean, dumping Sean, 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 Sean Patrick Maloney, the head of the DCC, right, is saving yeah. himself. How much can't, how, how much trouble is he in? Uh, he's uh, Well, we've done now six polls, and I believe we're leading in every single one. And They know that. They've already diverted millions of dollars that should be used to defend what's called frontline Democrat members, vulnerable Democrat members, uh, such as Tom O'Halloran. And they're pumping in millions of dollars to prop up Maloney. We think he's going down. He's on video saying uh, ending Castle's bail is his number one priority. That's his own words. He's an absolute dumpster fire. And, uh, you know, we are putting in a ton of money there, obviously, because that would be sort of the head of the snake. Uh, if we're able to kind of flip that seat, Big that time. would be the first time off. we sort of flipped a, leader se- a leadership seat uh, in quite some time at that level. <laughs> so that is further <laughs> south of New York 18. That's really Westchester County, Rockland County. That's 40 it's minutes from New York City. We're in the we're in the tri-state area right there, and we got some New Jersey too. Hang on for a second, Alex. I want to get Cortez yeah. in here. Cortez, strategically, this means they're defending deep blue seats. Correct. This means less money in the Rio Grande Valley in Texas, less right. money in Arizona, less money to defend the great seats that Joe Kent's helping us with in Oregon. Tell me about Illinois. The same thing. These we're piercing. We've pierced the veil in New England, and now we right. have Illinois, New York, and Oregon in place, sir. Yeah. Isn't it delicious, by the way, to see them on the defensive in those states, in Oregon, Illinois and New York? And Steve, I think it's important here to note the contrast. We, on the other hand, we are not worried about defending our places like Tennessee and Alabama and Wyoming. Right. That's simply not happening. It's or hold it. Or hold it. Fl- or, well, hold it. Or, or Florida or, or Florida, Florida, even Correct. really Texas now. Come on, baby. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, the free state of Florida. Go ahead. Yeah, and, by the way, Georgia Illinois. Kemp's up 10 over Stacey Abrams. And and now uh, the great Herschel Walker is leading in yeah. Georgia. Going to blow them out across the board in Georgia and 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 in Florida. Continue, sir. Yeah, and by the way, I think we're going to see that phenomenon in a lot of states where there's a significant race for governor and senate in the same state, Arizona, Georgia. The stronger candidate is going to have coattails to lift the other candidate Big. who might be tied or close, right? Big. So I think you're going to see that in in both of those states, Georgia. Uh, and Arizona right now, the gubernatorial candidates who are rock stars are doing better than the senatorial candidates who are also rock stars, uh, but just have tougher races. I think they're all going to win. We're going to win across the board there, but we might even win in Illinois. That race is tightening. 
Pritzker has been the most pro-lockdown, pro-mandate politician perhaps in America. Uh, it's no coincidence, Steve, for example, Joe Biden, when he first instituted his completely illegal and unscientific private employer vaccine mandate, if you remember when he instituted that, he went to Illinois to announce it, okay? Uh, no coincidence there, right? That he went to Pritzkerville to make that terrible announcement. Thankfully, the Supreme Court knocked it down. Hang on a second, short break. DeGrasse, Cortez, don't forget Michigan with Tudor. In Wisconsin, the great team in Wisconsin, all next, War Room. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action do this today. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, get on Getter, particularly this weekend. You're going to get constant debates. You're going to get rallies. Also, we're going to do a ton on Brazil. Uh, I'm going to do that in the 5 o'clock hour tonight. This massive, so important, uh, the evangelical Christian movement down there with Bolsonaro on the line against the atheistic, materialistic, uh, criminal partner of the CCP. Yes, that would be Lula. Uh, I want to, by the way, MyPillow.com promo code Warren. Mike Lindell is flying around like a madman throughout the country on voter integrity, election integrity. Make sure you're supporting MyPillow.com promo code Warren. Go to the square and load up. They've got sales. Buy one, get one, freeze all of it. Alex DeGrasse, walk me through the house. Okay, Elise, I think, was 35. Hers, she was 35. Yeah. Boris was 50. Had some of the other day, some smart guy. He was at 50. But the Hill newspaper reported at 30, at 30 is the tripwire and losing the Senate. If they lose the Senate and they get 30 plus in the House, Pelosi, Hoyer, Clyburn gone immediately. And they're going to demand that Biden step up in 48 hours and say he's not running for president. They look at that at 30 is their tripwire for a total repudiation. What say you, sir? Yeah, I think I think really it's 
even less because you have to look at we're only starting down five. And so they're trying to bury that, right, Steve? I mean, of course, when we flipped about 60 seats in 2010, we were starting at about, you know, a 40 seat deficit. There were four or five times the amount of seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everybody remember by, yeah. this. Write this down. In the Gingrich Revolution, and the Kornacki's got a big uh, podcast on that if you want to. So the Gingrich Revolution, we were at 174. For the Tea Party revolt in 2010, we were about 174, 175. We're at 212 right now, right? So it's a whole different deal. We're only down five. So you, you got to figure in that base when you talk about epic sweeps. So you're saying, hey, you think 2025. Tell me about house leadership. You, you had some great sure. inside baseball of who they're trying to profile. And this, by the way, for the audience, if this does not get you fired up to get out and get to work and man the ramparts, nothing will. Who are they, who are they uh, promoting right now to take Pelosi's place? Yeah, so they've got um, big news. Adam Schiff, which there's multiple articles about online, was on the ground with Biden. He was campaigning earlier uh, for Francis Canole against Brandon Williams. They are pimping Adam Schiff to replace Nancy Pelosi. It's all the buzz in D.C. They're already making moves on this stuff. Um, so it's totally insane to have Shifty Ship out there in front. And, you know, it was funny. You had Ship with Biden. You had uh, Lee Stefanik an hour away rallying voters on behalf of Lee Zeldin in the Mohawk Valley. They were in central New York. And it sort of just reminds us of impeachment scam, of course. But that is who they want to put up. So it's so important that everyone get out. I mean, Adam Ship is campaigning all across upstate New York. It's crazy. Uh, we've got Steve Scalise on the ground now. He's rallying as well as Elise across upstate New York. So New York is the battleground, as we said before. And so, again, it's so important to get five, ten friends, get them out to vote, get organized. Okay. We will win if everyone gets we, out. We delivered 3.4 million votes 2020. We uh, Upstate New York is MAGA country. This is all MAGA's victory. It's right within our grasp. Zeldin's doing the work he's got to do in the city. Boom. This ought to be easy. Walk me through the rest. Any highlights from the rest of the country you want to point out before we, I know you got to bounce about these sure. house races. It's a New Hampshire journal. Major independent polls have Bob Burns leading in New Hampshire two races tight for Caroline. Uh, that really continues to be one of the most critical states, obviously with Bulldog, um, as well as those two house races. Independent poll from the Hill and Emerson, as well as one of the broadcast TV stations in Hartford, has George Logan up by one, Steve. Um, so Amazing. that's the Connecticut five race. Connecticut two is closing fast. That's Eastern Connecticut. That's total MAGA land. Obviously, Aaron, uh, Alan, Aaron, um, Alan Fung is now leading, uh, leaning Republican on real clear politics. That's critical. So we feel really great about New England, New York, and Long Island, specifically where they're flooding in this money. It's going to take grassroots. It's going to take everyone to get out to vote. That's the North Shore of Long Island, as well as the South Shore and the five towns in New York fours are heavy. Uh, Jewish areas where we need all the voters to come out, obviously for Lee Zeldin, as well as those two, Anthony D'Esposito and George um, Santos, two top candidates. So important that they win. And it's very clear that they see the numbers that we see, Steve. That's why they're funneling in money at record pace to stop this momentum for Republicans, because we're frankly leading in both those seats, as well as obviously you talked about it. Texas has been taken off the map. We're going deep into the Rio Grande Valley. Um, obviously Florida's on lock, no issues there. And that's critical to allow us to focus yeah. in on. There, uh, there, here's, here's what we're going to walk through. We're gonna, they're pulling cash out of these areas. When they pull cash out, it's over. It's done. Okay. They're, to defend what they must defend of the mandarins of the, of the democratic party. 
to defend O'Halloran in Arizona, to defend what they got to defend in New York State. Uh, Cortez, I'm going to hold and get you in the next thing. But this is the three eyes. It's inflation and uh, immigration. But in Connecticut and in some of these in New York, it's the third eye. It's the injection. This is where we have the moms. This is where we have the moms of America coming to the. That's why these things are in play in the Democrats. You see, they are crickets on Fauci. They're crickets on what they did on COVID. There's not one spot out there. They thought that it was a winner. They'd be carpet bombing you. Anything else, Alex, uh, you want to leave with us for you? I know you got to bounce. we got about a minute. So important. Redwave2022.com. It's got the seats there. Email us at team at EliseforCongress.com. We'll set you up. We need folks to man the phones. Please email us at team at EliseforCongress.com. We can get you set up with these target races. Get you on the phones today to call voters in the critical get out to vote period and get people energized to get out to vote. It's all within our grasp. MAGA has a, a we have the plan to secure victory and we have to execute now, Steve. It's so important. This, this is just you know, everyone this laugh is at us, Steve. We came on the show a month and a half ago, two months ago, and everyone's like, You're talking about New York, Connecticut, you're out of control, man. You know, lower <laughs> expectations. I'm like, dude, all gonna happen. I'm out there with voters. So we feel great. So thank you, Steve. It's all work. We got to main the ramparts, uh, Alex. Wh- by the way, your your social media, your personal social media. How do yeah. people follow you? Also, at DeGrasse on Truth. I'm at Alex DeGrasse on Getter. At DeGrasse on Getter. We're gonna have major updates there uh, on some of our rallies that Elise and Zeldin will be doing across New York. Yeah. So we've got major. Keep that. Keep where, a look on that as we get the RSVP out. Where, where, where do they go? The Red Wave. Give me the Red Wave site one more time. I want everybody w- on this Red Wave site redwave2022.com it's got the seats it's got an action plan you can hit with five ten bucks that money goes right to the front lines to buy ads at the candidate rate i want everybody in this audience on a phone bank over the weekend okay dialing and smiling next we got cortez we got joe allen we got darren Beatty, we got natalie winners nothing but all stars okay and a couple of three surprises next in the war room War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize 
that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.